When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi. Welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. We are on my bed today if you're watching. Honestly, at this point, this is just like a promo for you guys to watch on on YouTube because I have gone through so much mental it's been a mental battle to get myself to record these visually because I know people have been asking. So now that they're being recorded visually, I would love for you to watch because that would be really cool and I'd be so happy. So yes, we're on my bed. Shout out to the girl who commented on my first visual one where I was sitting in front of my closet door and she told me that you don't have to like have a proper studio like everyone you could just record it on your bed like you normally do when you didn't when you weren't recording it visually because my biggest thing was that oh I was gonna have to like you know get dressed up make a podcast studio make it look you know like everybody else's podcast studio super fancy but I honestly just want to be in my bed and talk like I always do and she was like, you know, what's stopping you? Just record it. So if you're watching this, <laughs> hi, this one is for you. I'm on my bed um, because one, I have COVID. I know, crazy, um, not so crazy. I feel like I got it at a Super Bowl party that I went to last Sunday. So yeah, and I just like, I was so close to not recording and I'm coughing, so you're gonna I'm gonna have to be cutting this a lot because I'm coughing like <coughs> pretty bad. And that's why I didn't wanna do it. But we're in our year of unrest and hyperactivity. My friend told me it wasn't hyperactiveness. <laughs> hyperactivity. We're we're in our year of unrest and hyperactivity. And if we want our dreams to come true, we need to work even when we don't feel well, you know? So here I am. I put a little blush on. I put some concealer. I put my Glossier lip gloss, which is honestly the best lip gloss I have ever encountered. And, you know, I was like, I don't need to sit in front of a door to make it look like I have a studio. I could just do it for my bed, like the girl said. So... Thank you for saying that. That was very encouraging. And and you're the reason I'm here today. <laughs> you're the reason I'm here today. No joke. Um, Welcome. I'm so sorry. I didn't even welcome you into the kingdom before 
I went on my spiel. But what else is new? This always happens. Welcome back. Or welcome to the kingdom. If you're new here, I am so very happy to have you. Um, I was going to do a thing where I read what you guys are welcoming into the kingdom and exiling. I asked on my Instagram story like maybe a week or so ago. But I'm going to do that in the episode. I'm going to have one bonus episode a month where instead of me telling you what I'm welcoming, I read where what you guys are welcoming. And then I also read like you guys' questions and advice and stuff like that. Kind of like a a kingdom chat, if you will. Ooh, I just got goosebumps. I feel like that's going to be so fun. So, yes, that's that's kind of the gist of it. So, um... I'm excited for that. Right now, we're going to be going into what I'm welcoming into the kingdom and what I'm exiling. And I can't start this segment by recognizing the only artist I've been listening to this whole weekend. Shout out Dijon. I am obsessed. And because I'm obsessed, I'm going to play a song that I've been listening to him this whole weekend. <laughs> um, it is called Alioup. to wait forever and we can alley you my boots are alligator and you're in a pretty white gown <laughs> That is my favorite line of all. Like, maybe it's because I'm just feeling so in love lately. (laughs) But when he says, when he says, I wish you could see what I'm seeing. They're throwing rice and they're clapping for you. And like, the song when I first heard it I thought that he was just like you know asking his girl like do you want to get married and I was like oh my gosh so cute relatable (laughs) but then I got to the end of the song and he's like I miss you bad and I'm like oh my gosh they're not even together (laughs) they're not even together So then I go listen to the whole song and he's just asking his girl who I'm assuming they just broke up. He's like, how do you feel about getting married? (laughs) Like, I miss you. Please marry me. What? And he's like, I wish you could see what I see. Like they're throwing rice and they're clapping for you. Like that's such a beautiful imagery. If you don't know some weddings and I only knew about this when I came to America, but. I don't know if they do this elsewhere, 
But like when the couple is exiting the church or, you know, wherever they got married, like everyone throws rice at them. So I just, it really, really touched my core. And I feel like listening to that, I listened to that song like maybe for an hour on loop yesterday. And I feel like it's not even enough. Like I need to be in the song. I need the song inside. Like we need to be one. I love that song. So that's what I've been welcoming into the kingdom recently is Dijon. His music is mostly love songs, which is why I feel good listening to it. Um, rarely any sad thing. Uh, okay, sometimes sad, but most of it is about like his sign- his wife. He has a wife, I heard. And it's just so cute and you could just feel like the raw emotion, you know? And he just, uh, it touches your heart. So I couldn't do this segment justice without mentioning Dijon because he has been the highlight of my weekend. But I do this where I listen to just like one artist um, <laughs> for a segregated amount of time. And is that even like a right way to put that? I don't know. But yeah, listen to them for a little bit and then I like move on to the next. But for right now, I'm enjoying it. Another thing I just welcomed into the kingdom is my new rug. You guys are going to be seeing it on Instagram because I am obligated to post an Instagram (laughs) post about this rug. But you know what? I don't care. I love it. And I'm just like happy to have been gifted this rug in an exchange for an Instagram post. You know, like that is worth it. You know, some things are just worth it. Like if a brand came to me, and was like, hey, can you uh, post these snacks I want to give you for free for an Instagram post? I'm going to say no. Or if they say, can you post uh, this like pimple patch on your face in an exchange for an Instagram story? No, because I don't think that's worth it unless I'm being paid. Things that I think are worth it without getting paid, a rug. I wish you guys could feel this rug too. Like it wasn't like, it's not a regular rug. Like I wish you could feel it. It's so thick and plush and just good quality. And it was like probably $400, $500 I'm assuming, or I believe. I had up to (laughs) $1,000. I could purchase any rug on the site as long as it was as long as it was below a thousand dollars in an exchange for an Instagram post. Like I think that's worth it. I think that is so worth an Instagram post. And it's beautiful and I love it. It makes my it just ties my room together. I feel like my room is is a bit a little bit all over the place, but it kind of like represents me. And for some reason, because this rug is here, it's only amplified the feeling that I've always felt about this room, which is that it's like a stage room. <laughs> like, I wish you could see what I'm trying to, like, say. Like, this room, when I walk in it, it feels like it's staged. It feels like a room that would be on a set of a TV show. Exactly. It's like a room that would be on a set of a TV show. Like, it, it is, 
Oh my gosh, everyone is so quiet. I feel like my neighbors are listening to me right now. But it's just like, it feels like a stage room. It feels like a room on set. It feels like a room that, you know, is for Karen Adakura, but like, like you walk in and you're like, oh yeah, this room is ju- is just for her. Like, you could just tell this room is for her. Like, come on. It's a bit of me. The colors, the painting, I have some flowers. Like, it just looks like a movie set. It looks like I could bec- I could become famous one day and I could recreate this movie. I mean, I could recreate this exact bedroom at a museum. Like just put it together like a museum display. Yes, it feels like it feels like art. That's what I'm trying to get at. It feels like art. This room feels like art and this rug just like amplify that feeling. It feels like I could just pick up all these pieces and put it in the middle of a museum, plain black walls, and people could just walk by like an exhibit, like an exhibition, you know? It's an it's art. It's an exhibition. It's 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 like a, a caricature. You know? I love it. It doesn't even feel like I I live in here. It just feels like I just walking into a set and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is my room." <laughs> this is like my play. It's like a playroom, you know? Like it would be like in a Barbie doll house or something. It's cute. I love it. I really do. And this rug just like tied it together. It makes me fall in love with the room more and I'm just so happy like I'm happy that this is my first New York City bedroom at first I thought that this room looked way too much like my dorm room but now I've made a good amount of like adjustments in here where it doesn't feel like my dorm room anymore it feels like my actual room and it looks like an exhibition and I like it Maybe one day I'll put it on display. Maybe one day I'll open up the doors of my apartment and let everybody walking into this room and, you know, walk around back. Mm. And I'll be like, yes, this pillow represents my forefathers or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so my new rug, I'm welcoming. I'm welcoming lots of tea and honey. If you're watching on video, you will see my little teacup right here. This is what has been helping me through covid um i don't know why i have covid again it's really mind-boggling like i haven't caught a break since i came back from ghana which is making me think really hard about something right now and i won't say it till i do it but just it's making me think really hard so i've been drinking lots of tea and honey and i haven't stopped coughing for three weeks it's really annoying it takes a lot of energy. My abs like hurt. Like my 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 abs are sore and not from a workout, just from coughing cuz when you cough you like you're like clenching your, you know, your stomach. You're clenching your core when you cough. And I've coughed so much. I've been coughing nonstop for the past 3 weeks. And luckily I got my voice back, but I'm still coughing. And the cough died down from like the first virus I ca- I caught when I first landed from Ghana, and it died down. I was getting better. Then boom, COVID, another virus. So now my abs are sore because I've been coughing so much. So tea and honey 
has been helping me. I was really sleeping on tea, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I was sleeping on tea. I remember I was hanging out with a boy once and we went to a grocery store and he was like shopping for something and he picked out like a box of tea and I was like, oh, you drink tea? (laughs) Kind of like, I wasn't making fun of him because I wasn't making fun of tea, but I was like, in my head, I was like, who like willingly drinks tea? And now I'm consuming like three cups of tea a day. So, you know, he was onto something. Um, yeah. Another thing I'm welcoming, and now this is going to be four things, but that's okay. I normally do three. Or actually, no, I normally do five. So this is right on par. Um, my neighborhood flan. I was on the phone with Victor. Some of you know Victor. If you're new here, you probably don't know Victor, but Victor is one of my BFFs. I was on the phone with him maybe like a couple days ago. And he, I was like, you know, after this, I'm going to go walk and get myself some flan because I'm not having a good day and I want to eat some flan. And he was like, oh, walk to get flan? New York City sounds so nice. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Honestly, it is. There's a Colombian cafe three minutes down the street from me. And I just go and I get a slice of flan like once in a while, you know, whenever I walk by. There's also a grocery store right next to it. So sometimes when I go get groceries, I'm coming back. I'm like, oh, let me stop by, get myself a piece of flan. It's so nice. The lady knows me now. I walk in. She just knows I'm here for a slice a flan but here's what i'm annoyed by every time i walk in it's a different price every time the first time i got flan and i vividly remember this if you buy something under ten dollars you they only accept cash so i went to go get the flan and it was four dollars and ten cents and i only had like four dollar bills with me right i only had four dollar bills with me so I give her the $4 and it's like left with 10 cents. And she just was like looking at me and I'm like, girl, if you don't give me this flan right now, it's literally 10 cents. Like, just give me the flan. But she wouldn't. So me and I are like staring at each other. I'm not leaving without my flan. I know there's 10 cents left, but like you can't let me go. You can't give me this flan because I don't have 10 cents. It was ridiculous. So I just I'm standing there looking at her. She's standing there looking at me. We're both unwilling to budge. And then some random guy, bless his heart, asks her, you know, how much does she owe? And she said 10 cents. And she just he just gave it to him. I mean, he just gave it to her. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. That was so kind of you. And I got my flower and I left, you know. And that left a bad taste in my mouth. I was like. But then I had the flan, and it was so good. Mind you, it was my first time. But the flan was so good that, like, I was willing to, you know, let the attitude. It wasn't attitude. Why am I feeling so entitled? I owed her 10 cents, you know. She has the right to not give me the flan if I don't have the 10 cents. She doesn't owe me anything. But then I ate the flan, and it was amazing, so I had to go back for more. The next time I went, it was $4.25. I was like, no. It was $4.10. I didn't say anything. I paid. Next time I go, $4.46. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Is it that I never remember the price of the flan? 
or does she keep changing it on me? And I finally got my answer. My answer. Why did I say like that? I finally got my answer. Um, let's see. Like three days ago. Yeah. When I went to get flan and she had the nerve to look at me and say five dollars and 44 cents. That's when I drew the line. I said, "Uh, uh-uh, I had enough because I only had five dollars with me. Because I, I am thinking the flan is going to be for something, you know. I never know exactly what's going to come after the four. But I just know it's going to start with four. So I brought $5, a $5 bill. I was not prepared for $5 and something. I just wasn't. So I said, I looked at her. I said, the last time I came, it was $4 and something. She's like, oh, you know, my boss increased the price because it was blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I only have $5. And she took it. She took it. And I just was so shocked because I'm like, you weren't willing to let me go when I didn't have 10 cents. And now I don't have 44 cents. You just you want to let it go. I mean, I guess it's a whole dollar more from what I was giving her the first time. But yeah, anyway, I, I love my I love my neighborhood flan spot. I love that it's easily accessible. I love that it's next to the grocery store, but I don't like that they keep changing the price on me. And that's all. Okay, thanks I'm exiling. <laughs> I need to be able to keep these segments sh- short because, like, this segment always eats up, like, half the podcast. And I don't know if you guys enjoy it. Let me know. Are you guys, like, okay, enough. Like, let's get into the meat of the episode. <coughs> <coughs> well, I'm here to tell you that there is no meat of the episode. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay, things I'm exiling. One, the wrong choices. I'm going to get into it in a couple minutes, but I'm exiling the wrong choice. I'm exiling the wrong choices, and I'm going to explain a bit more. Second thing, I'm exiling eating out. I know. I just said I'm welcoming my neighborhood flan spot, (laughs) and now I just said I'm exiling eating out. Listen, a piece of flan is different from ordering from DoorDash four times a week. It, It just is. So, yeah, eating out. I'm about to step into a season of my life where being intentional with where my money goes, being attentive, caring about my money, stewarding my finances well. It's going to, I'm getting into that point in my life. You know, I'm growing and I need to stop being so like la di da da about my money and like, you know, actually caring about it. <coughs> Oh my gosh, I think I need water. (sighs) Okay, I'm back. All right, I was having a cough attack. So I just need to be careful about not spending enough, not spending a lot of money. And yeah. And the third thing I'm exiling from the kingdom is forgiving and not forgetting. Like, I always say that I've forgiven a person, but then I'm always bringing up what they did. For example... My boyfriend, I will say that I'm over something and then I'll text him like at 2 a.m. You know, remember when you did this and this and this, you know, actually, 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 (laughs) actually, I haven't forgotten and I hated it. And he's like, that was six months ago. And he never brings up anything I do because I don't do anything. I'm perfect. I literally he has no reason to get mad at me ever. But I have a lot of reasons to get mad at him. (laughs) 
And I don't know if it's just like boys just don't say when things bother them. But like the way he acts, like I feel like I'm a perfect girlfriend. He doesn't complain about anything, really. But I need to learn. And just like, you know, I bring something up. We solve it. I let it go. Don't keep bringing it up. Don't keep bringing it up because that's not true forgiveness. God didn't say, like, forgive the person and then bring it up the next time you think about it. Like, forgive and let go. Forgiving means not bringing it up again. Some of y'all need to hear that because you think you're forgiving them. But then if you bring it up again the next time you have an argument or, you know, something, that's not really forgiveness. And also... The Bible says that love keeps no record of wrongs. So if you are keeping a record of wrongs and then saying that you've forgiven someone, then that's not really love, is it, my love? <laughs> okay, that is the end of the segment. Let's cue some Dijon. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Nice. So, like I said earlier, I was very close to not recording this podcast because I, you know, wanted to use the excuse that I have COVID because if that isn't the excuse of all time (laughs) recently, I don't know what it is. You can get out of anything by saying you have COVID. It's like completely acceptable. Nobody will ask you if it's true. Nobody will ask you. By the way, it's true. I have my COVID test right here, lifting it up to the camera. I've had this on my nightstand for like a week now. I haven't thrown it away because I like, I think it's cute, you know? It's it's kind of like, I look like it looks like an artifact. And I already said earlier that my room is like an exhibition. So if you walked into my room, like if my room was in a museum right now, and they were like, you know, Adakura's bedroom, circa 2023, this would be on my nightstand. It's a COVID test. So, yeah. Anyway, no one will ask you if it's true. No one will press you about it. And you're exempt for from everything for like a week (laughs) having it is really bad but being able to say that you have it to get out of something is really fun yeah back to my point i wanted to use you know covid as an excuse 
and my coughing as, as an excuse to not record. And if you haven't heard one cough, it's because I've cut it all out, but I generally just had a coughing attack. Um, but, you know, I was on the phone um, with Darren from Just Different, and we were just talking about my podcast, and he was like, you know, you're really good, but you're not consistent. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I will have an episode every single week for the rest of the year. I told him that. And then the next week I get COVID and I'm like, you know what? Sorry, guys. No episode this week. And then I thought to myself, no, that's not what I promised. I need to be able to show up no matter what. So I am, I'm going to feel good about this, first of all, because I did something that was hard. <laughs> it wasn't really hard, but, you know, I pushed myself to do something even though I feel not, you know, completely good. And I'm proud of myself. But this leads me to the point. And I kind of got clarity on something. Something when it comes to the topic of discipline and doing things you don't want to. And like, just like being a woman or a man of your word, like sticking to what you say, sticking to the agenda. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've, I got so scared. I was like, wait, am I recording? <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway, yeah, I got some clarity on something. And this clarity came from a 1 a.m. text to my boyfriend about something. Like, I just basically tried to pick a fight. I don't know why I do this. Maybe I'm sick. Maybe it's because I this is post-menstrual cycle. <laughs> But I just texted him, which is why I said I'm exiling that. You know what I mean? But I texted him about something. You know, we talk about it. Didn't end up in a fight because he's a gentleman and he knows how to skirt whenever I'm trying to pick a fight. <laughs> he just knows how to dodge the blows and um, keep it pushing. God bless his heart. But <laughs> we landed on the topic you know, he was like, actually, there's something you've been doing that's bothering me a lot. And I was like, oh, really? What is it? Because I am perfect. You know, I don't do anything wrong. And he says, you never do what you say you're going to do. At least not never, but like this week, you haven't been doing anything you said you were going to do. Because there's a couple emails I have to send there's some pitches. I, I want to pitch this podcast, you know. I'm trying to grow. <laughs> I want to pitch this podcast out to brands, to networks, to stuff. And I haven't been doing that. I've been doing everything that I, you know, nothing I said I was going to do I've done. Except a couple of things. So he was like, you know, that's what's bothering me about you. And I was like ouch mind your business first of all second of all i've had covid this entire week like i'm literally sick i feel so sick <laughs> um three i've been working like i have a full-time job i don't have time for any of this and he's like yes you have time but the time that you have you're on your phone 
And you guys caught a glimpse of this conversation in the Valentine's Day episode where he talked about his screen time being like an hour and 30 minutes. Yesterday, his screen time was like 51 minutes. And I just, I don't get it. I really don't know how. But anyway, he is a man of his word. Like, I've never met a man who just does what they say they're going to do so well. He does everything he says he's going to do. It's really, it puts me to shame, honestly. Um... And I want to learn from him. So I was like, okay, well, how do you do it? Like, how do you just say you're going to do something and you do it? Like, that's just so hard. And I was thinking about it in a way that I was thinking, like, you know, I'm not the kind of person that can just do something, like, just say they're going to do something and do it. Like, that's not who I am. It's not in my blood. It's not in my DNA. I don't know how to be that person. And he was like, you don't have to be any kind of person. You just have to make the right choices. When you're presented with two things, pick the right one. And I was like, oh my gosh. It has never been so simplified for me ever in my life. I've read Atomic Habits. I've read, I've listened to like, I kid you not, 30 podcasts about habits and discipline and motivation and being a go-getter lucas has listened to none lucas has read no self-help book he's listened to no podcast about discipline maybe he has i don't know but you know he doesn't read self-help books he doesn't like he just does it and i was like how because i've been trying to do it and it's just so hard to just get up in the morning, get up the time you say you're going to get up, exercise, get off the TikTok. Like, it's really hard for me. And he was like, it doesn't take any special kind of person to do, you know, these things. You just have to pick the right choice when presented with two. And in life, I feel like almost everything is like two choices. It's kind of like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. Because when the alarm rings at 6 in the morning for me, I can decide to get up or go back to sleep. And in in the beginning, I, I felt like, you know, I'm like, Lucas, you always wake up at 5 a.m. How? You always wake up right when you say you're going to wake up. Like, I say I'm going to wake up at this time and I don't wake up. Like, how do you do it? And he's like, just do it. And and I thought, okay, I'm not that kind of person. I was like, all right, I, he's just different. He's just a different, special human being. And that is an unattainable quality. I cannot be that type of person who does that. I'm just going to work, procrastinate, get it all done in like an hour. And then, pro, and then you know, this is how I spend my time. I just, everything is scattered there's no set rigid routine. I just do whatever I want. And then when it really comes down to it, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to do this. I'll do it all. I'll sit it, I'll sit down and do it all. But, like, you know, I don't, like, work like like that. So I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just not like him. I can never be like him. And then he was like, no, it's not any special kind of skill or anything. It's just 
choosing the right choice out of the two that are presented to you every day. So here's how I've been applying it. Yesterday I woke up and I could either go on my phone or pick up my Bible. This is when normally I just go on my phone for a little bit. A little bit will turn into an hour. An hour will turn into two. And I will be picking up my Bible maybe three hours after I woke up. You know, obviously that's not what I want to do. I want, I don't want to be consumed with the world before I'm consumed with the word, you know, bars. I want to be consumed with the word before I'm consumed with the world. So I was like, you know, phone, Bible. Phone looks very tempting right now. I know there's some good juicy stuff right in the morning. I was like, nope, Bible, right choice. Pilates or no Pilates? I haven't picked out my Pilates mat in so long. But I said, you know what? Yes, Pilates, right choice. Make myself a cup of tea or go back to bed. Make myself a cup of tea, right choice. Do my laundry or just like wait till tomorrow. Do my laundry, right choice. Um, lay my bed, make my bed in the morning and sweep my room or ignore it. Make my bed and sweep my room. Right choice. It's like, it's just choose the right one. And I don't know why it was never like that simple for me. But when he really like explained it to me on the phone call the night before, where he was like, just choose the right one. And sometimes you will mess up, but try your best to choose the right one. I was like, wow, I actually understand it now. Like, it's never been that simple for me, but now I get it. And now I've been applying it. So when I was in here and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to film an episode. I'm just going to skip a week like I normally do whenever a slight inconvenience comes up. (laughs) I was like, no, pick up. Put a little bit of makeup, some blush on, pull out your camera, record, right choice, you know, right choice. When I feel like I'm, I've been on TikTok a little bit too long, I'm like, I could keep going or I could get off. I got off, right choice. You always almost know the right thing to do in an instance. Choose it. And I know it's easier said than done, but but really thinking about it that way really helped me. Um, it's been helping me for the past two days. I know it's not been that long, but it really has been helping me. And it was such a relief to know that it doesn't take like any special gene or you don't have to be born with discipline. You don't have to be, you know, you don't, it, ha- it doesn't have to be like innate. Everybody struggles with discipline. It's just kind of like a muscle that you have to work at. And if you normally keep choosing the right choice, you will normally start becoming like a disciplined person because you're choosing the right thing all the time and it it becomes easier for you to choose the right thing. And it'll get to a point where the wrong choice doesn't even sound appetizing to you. Like, uh, stay in bed an extra hour? No. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't know if I'll ever say that. But you know what I mean? Like the wrong choice starts to become unattractive to you because you've been the right choice person all along. So become a right choice person.
this is what this podcast is mainly about is becoming a, the right choice person becoming the right choice person so yeah i'm i'm hoping that you take this into the rest of the week into the rest of the month into the rest of the year and i hope it's a relief for you as much as it was a relief for me to know that i'm just not i'm not like someone who's just destined to be lazy and unmotivated for the rest of my life and that it could just be simple you know it it could be simplified it's like right or wrong pick the right one and it depends on you know like at what point or stage in your life something that could be a right choice could become a wrong choice later in life you never know you know so it just kind of depends on what your goals are in this current moment is it going to lead you there that's the right choice if it's going to take you further then obviously that's the wrong choice so just look at it like that and it was really like who such a relief to know that it doesn't i don't have to be a special i don't have to change like i was thinking like i have to become this disciplined guru like i have to just like change and just be <laughs> i have to morph into this person that's just like a superhuman that is disciplined all the time and it was like no like it takes anybody to be disciplined you just have to break it down into two right or wrong and then pick the right one and that's what's been helping me lately example read the book that's been on your bedside table before going to bed or be on TikTok before going to bed pick the right one ladies and gentlemen and yeah <laughs> and um with that being said you know in, ter- in in light of right and wrong choices i'm currently debating between a right and wrong choice a really big right and wrong choice and whether i do or don't i think you'll find out but i'm leaning towards doing and i'm thinking this is the right choice but it could be the wrong choice <laughs> for anybody if they are on the outside looking in but i feel like it's the right choice my family feels like it's the right choice um everyone i've spoken to is like yeah and you know my friend told me this morning i was on the phone she was like i told her about this and she was like you know just trust your gut and i was like yeah trust your gut because god is in me you know and i think i feel like god speaks to me so like i'm just going to trust that he's placed this in me and you know about it very soon but yeah it's it's very risky <laughs> it's very risky but i think it's the right choice so yeah become a right choice person um <laughs> i hate that i just like teased you guys with something but i'm sorry i'm an influencer can't tell a pit this is what we do okay I'm going to leave on this last note. Let's play a little bit of Dijon before we get into this last little thing I'm about to talk about. Good, I wish you could teach me. I hope my breath ain't touched up by no The lake, I swear I stay, I stay, I stay forever if you ask me to. But I wish that 
Okay. I came across a TikTok today of Joshua Bassett. If you guys don't know who Joshua Bassett is, he is pretty famous and like not my age, but like 16, 17-year-old. If you know Olivia Rodrigo, she made a song about him. And it was the whole like driver's license drama with Olivia Rodrigo and Sabrina Carpenter. And they were like fighting over, not fighting over a man, but it was like over him. So I've known of his name. I never really looked into him, but I came across a TikTok of him basically being saved and proclaiming the name of Jesus, which was so cool to me. So cool to me. Like, I was so happy to see that. It brought me so much joy and peace and happiness and love. And it just made me so happy because I was just imagining, like, me at 16 when I used to die over Justin Bieber. And just, like, imagining, I know he's not Justin Bieber level at all, but, you know, he's kind of like, you know, girls fangirl over him. Imagine if I was like 14, 15 and I was I really had a Justin Bieber friend account for like years and he just randomly was like, Jesus is the way and the truth and the life like that would have impacted me a lot. And he just came out and was like he got baptized. He started talking about Jesus really out of nowhere. And he just threw a free worship concert last night. And I really hope he does one in New York City. It was in L.A. But it was so beautiful. It almost made me cry. It was so beautiful. And with with seeing that, on top of Brandon Lake proclaiming Jesus at the Grammys, I love Brandon Lake. Like, of course he would be the one to do that. He's so good. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> He's such a good person. I love him. Um, and... The revival at Asbury, Kentucky. I've been seeing a, this thing about this revival, which has been, it's been like a, for a week straight nonstop, there's been people gathered at this like college church, just like praying and worshiping and testifying for a whole week straight. It's beautiful to see. I'm seeing all of these things and it's really making me think, that like, wow, God is about to go viral if he hasn't already. <laughs> and he is already viral. But like, God is really, really going to become very, you know, there's a revival happening. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's beautiful. Like, all the comments on the Joshua Bassett's TikToks, like, I saw some that were like, you know, why is this Loki making me want to go to church? Like, you know, he's singing to his fans that love his music, but now he's, like, throwing free worship concerts. And obviously, they're like, oh, my gosh, Joshua Bassett. So they're going to want to go see him live because it's free. But then he's worshiping. And all those people who haven't been exposed to Jesus are going to be exposed to it through him. And and it makes me so excited but with that being said, I can't help but think about this topic that I've wanted to make a podcast about for so long. 
but I've never I I haven't really sat down to do a deep dive on it. So I am like, do could I talk about it for an hour? I don't know. But it's it's Christianity and meme culture. And revival is happening and I love it and it's amazing and I'm so happy to see that God is being introduced to people a lot lately. Jesus is being introduced to a lot of people lately. But it's making me think about Christianity and meme culture. And this is something I was thinking about a lot last fall. And it's been on my podcast topic list for a while. I just like haven't really sat down. And I don't know if I'll be able to talk about it for an hour. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll actually do a full episode on it. But with God and Jesus being, you know, well, since I have a feeling it's going to start becoming more mainstream now. And being Christian is going to become so cool. <laughs> and not just like a little bit Christian, but like full on Jesus freak Christian is going to become so cool. I know because I'm seeing it already happen that there's also going to be a different side of it where it's already been happening. Where God or Christianity is like, you you won't be able to tell if someone is joking or not, um, and I will, I will, sh- I will tell you why. There's a meme account on Instagram called "I Need God Every Moment of My Life," and when I saw this page, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Slay! I love this page. Like I've never seen a meme page for Jesus." And you're gonna think, "Hmm, meme and Jesus? Do those correlate?" I don't know, but I was happy to see it. And so I followed it. And every post, I couldn't tell if they were joking or not. And it started to really bother me because I genuinely felt like I need God every moment of my life. Like, I I felt this username. I felt what they were about. I I really liked their post. But on the, all the comments... I couldn't tell if these people were real Christians or not. And it was really bothering me that I had to unfollow the page because I'm like, wait, maybe they're making fun of God and I don't know because it's borderline making fun of God. It's borderline making fun of Christianity. It's borderline making fun of Christians. But like, it was so funny because everything that they were posting was like extreme feelings about Jesus But I was taking that literally. I was like, yeah, word. Like, I feel you. But then everybody was, like, laughing under the comments. And I was like, do these people, like, are these people that are following this account, do they actually think that they need God every moment of their life? Or is this some sort of joke to them? And I just couldn't tell if the owners of this page were actually Christian or not. And sometimes they would post about, like, weed and drugs and I was like, okay, like, I I, I don't know. Something is happening about this. I don't know, so I'm just going to unfollow it. So I did. But then I started seeing more of this kind of, like, I called it cosplaying Christianity, where it's kind of like, it's kind of like a costume, like a, like a joke. You know, it's kind of like they're cosplaying. For example, this brand called Praying. And they have the bikini that says God 
on one boob, Father on another boob, and Holy Spirit on the on the bikini bottom, like right in front of the vagina area. <laughs> and I was like, why would anybody wear that? Because first, when I saw this brand, it's called Praying, I was like, oh, sick. There's a brand called Praying. I love it. And then I saw that they had a purse that said God's favorite. And I was like, oh, I, I love that too. Like, I want to buy this purse. I feel like I'm God's favorite. But then I saw people who weren't really living like Christians. Like, all the people that follow this brand, all the people that are wearing this God's favorite purse are not necessarily Christians. So I was like, what God are you talking about? And then they released the Godfather, Father, Son, Holy Spirit bikini. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Something's going on. I had to unfollow. Like every time I think something is genuinely Christian, they're not. They're like just joking about it. And it really bothers me. It really bothers me. It really bothers me. Um, and then there's this other brand. Um, and I think it's popular. And I really love this brand. So I'm going to say it. And I love this brand. Okay, I really do. Basket Case Gallery. They're very cool. Like, they're very cool. Like, edgy. Like, streetwear. A lot of streetwear people love Basket Case Gallery. And I do too. Um I love them. I feel like they have really cool pieces. But they released, like, a Jesus something. Like, they have, like, crosses on their stuff. And then they'll have, like, Jesus on their stuff. Other stuff, which I think is really sick. I think it's cool. But one day they had a pop-up in New York City. And I went. And, I you know, I was asking, like, the girl in charge. I was like, oh, like, are you guys Christian? And she, like, looked at me with the weirdest stank face. And I don't know if she really was running the brand. Maybe the owner of the brand is Christian. And maybe she was just like hired to like work at the pop-up. But I thought she was part of the team uh, some way, somehow. And she just like looked at me so... She gave me the weirdest look when I said that. And was like, no. And I was like, oh sorry my bad and I just kind of like walked away because I was a little bit embarrassed but I was excited because that was when I was you know that was when I was kind of like starting debt to self and I I was like oh sick a Christian clothing brand (laughs) me being so naive thinking basket basket case galleries a Christian clothing brand because they would have like hints of Jesus everywhere so I was like oh like you know are you guys, I, I, I got excited. I wanted to talk to her about, more about how, she, you know, incorporating Jesus, incorporating Christianity with streetwear, being different, blah, blah. Um, and she just gave me the most repulsive look ever. So I walked away and I went back and I told her, because I was like, I don't think they're Christian. <laughs> See why that bothers me? That bothers me. Like, and, and you know, I'm still going to say that maybe someone in the team is Christian and just, like, keeps putting, like, Christian stuff everywhere. But you could see why that is bothersome because there's all these people, meme pages, brands, that are just using 
Jesus and Christian Christianity as like a costume and they're like it's just like fun and it's just like oh a fun little cool thing that they just can just like put everywhere and not really mean it and I don't like it I don't like it so I actually discovered an essence article when I was doing my deep dive I wasn't really doing a deep dive but I kind of was like looking around the internet to see if anybody is talking about the fact that God is being used as like meme. Like people are cosplaying Christianity these days. Is everybody peeping this or is it just me? I found this article on Essence, one of my favorite websites to read. And I'm just going to read like the little blurb that they have before the actual article. I'll link the article down in the show notes and on the YouTube description. You guys could read it. I also don't even like this article actually because when I first found it, I was like, finally, someone is talking about it. But then the the artist, the <laughs> I'll just link it. You can read it for yourself. But basically, nobody is truly Christian. That's what I'm saying. Like, I saw this article and I'm like, nice. A Christian is talking about this. No, no one is really Christian. I guess no one is Christian the way I'm Christian. <laughs> no one really means it, I think. Or I don't know, maybe diff- people have their own definition or the way they want to live. They want to live their Christianity, which is fine. But it just kind of hurts me that I feel like nobody's really taking, not nobody, because I know some of you are who are listening to me really love God and love Jesus. And I know a lot of people who do. But I think like in the mainstream culture, a lot of people are using Christianity and God as kind of like, I don't even know the word for it. It's just like, it's, it's like a niche. Is it like, I don't don't know, like kind of like a sticker that they're just posting, stamping on things and not really meaning it. And it's kind of like a fun little hobby for them. And it rubs me the wrong way. So I'm going to read you this little excerpt from the article and you can read it. But the article provided me no comfort whatsoever. Comfort can only be found through Christ. (laughs) So read it at your own pleasure. I just love reading articles. So I did read it and I thought it was a, it was interesting, but it wasn't really, didn't really give me the consensus that I, I was looking for. Let's read it. It says, well, the title of the article says, um, like a prayer searching for spirit in 2022. The excerpt starts this way. God is everywhere these days. Worshipped by Ye's monochromatically clad Sunday service choir. Flaunted on viral streetwear like I met God, she's black, sweatshirts. Sold by a self-described Jewish atheist. And father, son, holy spirit bikini, bikinis from the design duo praying. One believes in God, the other doesn't. Oh, okay. So praying, the brand I was talking about earlier, I guess they're a duo and one believes in God and one doesn't. That's really cool. That's interesting. COVID lockdown inspired a lot of soul searching, but not just the reading of self-help books and sharing of pseudotherapy memes. I was used to people exploring nebulous post-doctrine spirituality, things like the higher power they talk about in AA meetings. But this was different. Peers who I didn't totally expect it from 
started seeking like the salvation of their souls. <laughs> Club kids with whom I'd ritualistically shared lines of Calvin Klein in crowded bathrooms at closing time were announcing that they were Catholic now. It was hard to tell who in the avant-garde had gone full evangelical or who was just trolling or maybe looking for a rebrand. End of excerpt. And I think this little excerpt kind of, that's what really drew me into the article and made me want to read. It's a very long article. But it kind of like, you know, was like, yes, someone's talking about this. I've been thinking about this for so long. Are people being genuine or are they just trolling, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's really weird. A part of me is like, you know, I'm cool that God is at least being talked about. But would I rather him be not talked about at all? Or him, like, talked about kind of, like, haphazardly, you know? Kind of like, look at me, cool, fun, I'm wearing a Father, Son, Holy Spirit bikini. Or just, like, not talk about God at all. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe they will start thinking about God if they see someone in this bikini. But also, like... Is that the way? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know if anyone has seen this happen and is also as kind of confused at, about it as I am. I know everyone's searching for God because God is everything. So everyone is searching for God. They just don't know that they're searching for God. And I am kind of interested in the whole Gen Z wave and how people are going about Christianity. I don't know if I fully support using Christianity so commercially without genuinely meaning it. Um, I think it bothers me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a little bit of what I wanted to talk about. I thank you for watching and listening. If you did, I love you. I do. <laughs> Have a good rest of your week. Think about this more. Also think about becoming the right choice person. And I'll talk to you in my next episode. We may be hearing from a guest. Oh, I said the Ghana episode was up next. I got COVID. Clara came to New York City because, you know, she wanted to come to New York City. And I was also like, come and let's record the Ghana episode. And two days before she comes, I find out I have COVID. So... <laughs> She didn't want to come near me. Uh, I 100% understand. So we had to postpone it. But still, there might be a guest next week. I think there will be. I love you. I do. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye-bye.